1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. Our host and real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, in just a few days, on December 6th, in fact, the Bank of Canada's final interest rate decision will be announced. They will be, and Patrick Roman, mortgage professional, is joining us to take a little crystal ball view at what could happen. Patrick, welcome back. Thanks again, guys. Happy to be here. Patrick, uh, inflation numbers came in at 3.1%, definitely uh, a lot better than most people thought. Where do you think we go now with the Bank of Canada interest rate announcements? You know, it's interesting. If I had to guess, and it's just that at this point, but uh, I, I think rates are going to stay flat on, uh, on, on December the 6th. I don't think we're going to see a, a reduction, but I, don't, I definitely don't think we're going to see an increase. Keep in mind the inflation rate, the, the numbers that we have, there's a lag to them. So by the time we've seen them, there's a further amount of time that has passed. But uh, I, I do think there's an element of posturing still that needs to happen. So I don't think we're going to see any decreases just yet, possibly uh, in a month or two on the next, uh, next go-around. So do you think that's going to inspire some confidence in consumers? I think it will, um, but it's probably a little bit too early still. Mm-hmm. It, I would say it's a good indicator. And... Uh, People, I hopefully, will start to feel a little bit more comfortable as to what's coming. I think we can all start to see the start to see the, on the horizon that better days are ahead. And over the last few weeks of November, we've seen fixed rates come down a touch. Do you think that that's going to spur some momentum heading into the new year and and possibly into the the late winter market where it may get people off the fence? I think it very well may. I mean, it's. Uh, Cost of borrowing is, is the key indicator for, for, for that, as far as I'm concerned. As fixed rates come down, the qualifying rate goes down with it. And so it makes it a little bit easier. Those couple of points do make a big difference. And uh, the fact that the Bank of Canada hopefully doesn't increase rates will layer on a little bit more confidence as well to consumers. It's a question of a, a careful message that we need to be sent, I think. So is that your message then to your clients, whether they might be renewing a mortgage right now or opening a mortgage? What would you suggest that they do? From my perspective, I genuinely think that over the course of the next 12 to 18 months, we are going to see some rate drops. Mm -hmm. I still believe that. And uh, if people are struggling, I would say, again, as we chatted last time, to wait it out. And um, I think the fact that if rates remain flat on uh, from the Bank of Canada, it's a good indicator. I would take it just exactly as that. And are we getting back into variable rate territory now, Patrick? Because for the last little while, we've been telling people to lock in, lock in, lock in. And now, with the promise of rate decreases on the horizon, is it time to jump back into that variable picture? Uh, absolutely. If, from my perspective, at least, again, keep in mind, it depends on everybody's individual circumstances. But as a, as a general rule, at this point, I would suggest a variable term. Again, because you can lower your rate on the road with minimal penalties. 
or you have the ability to lock in your rate with no penalty at all. Patrick, we're in the final weeks of 2023. How would you describe, how would you characterize the market this past year? It's been a roller coaster. Is how I, <laughs> I've heard that before. Yeah, that's my line. <laughs> it's, been, it's been turbulent and unexpected. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I'm glad the year is coming to a close. <laughs> and uh, I'm optimistic about uh, 2024. Same. And as we look forward to 2024, I mean, we're coming off a year where we probably won't even hit 70,000 sales. We may not even hit 65,000 sales across the Toronto Real Estate Board. Do you see the numbers increasing in terms of activity? Do you see us staying flat? What do you think in in terms of what you're hearing from uh, mortgagees and, and applications coming through? Well, to me, that number will increase. And it's just a question of simple math in the sense that all those buyers that have been on the sidelines for the last year or 18 months, they haven't gone anywhere. They're still here. They're still on the sidelines. And as the consumer confidence increases, they're going to start to activate those decisions. That combined with the immigration that we all know about, that number to me makes logical sense for it to increase over the next 12 to 24 months sequentially. And do you think the big banks are going to lower fixed mortgage rates? You know what? We'll see because a lot of the the Mm. fixed rates really are are driven by yields. So it has more to do with the the markets. But um, the two tend to follow, though they shouldn't, they do tend to follow in line one with the other. Um, I I think uh, the big banks will hold on to those yields for as long as they can until they feel pressures to reduce rates. Is what tends to be my experience, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they slowly start to decline. And, and for those people that are thinking about renewals, Patrick, you know they may have had renewals that uh, were half of the rate of what they're going to be signing up for in the next year or two years. Do you think that there's options where they can go to secondary lenders or anything like that to extend their amortization? Are there other options out there than just staying with one of the big banks and renewing there? Absolutely. You know, and and the answer sometimes is a combination of the two. So it could be an option to stay with one of the big banks for existing mortgage balance and possibly topping it up with a line of credit or a home equity line of credit. Um, Depending on your situation, you could also look at secondary financing. You could also look at some creative options, possibly utilizing a skip of payment or renegotiating the amortization. There's lots of options on how to handle this. Um, what I would strongly suggest to someone is speak with their mortgage broker and look at all the options on the table and be creative. There's, a, uh, there's an old uh, saying that I, that I like quite a bit, which is uh, necessity is the mother of creativity. And uh, be creative. Find ways to solve the problem, keep your home, and move forward with things. I wanted to expand on that a little bit. Like, what's your advice specifically for those who maybe don't trust or are reluctant to explore those creative options that you talk about? What's your message to them? How do you convince well, you know them? Sure. See, you know what? It's, uh, it's simple math. That's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. So look at the options that are available to you, whether it be with your bank or lender or broker or whatnot. Put it on pen and paper and be very binary in your decisions. Remove the emotional element of it and make a logical binary decision. 
this is how much I can afford, this is how much I earn, this is my shortfall. Or how do I come up with that? Well, one is I increase my income. If that's not an option, in that case, how do I defer that cost or how do I access it? We went through this in 2009, 2010, where, you know, the market was really quiet. And then all of a sudden, all of that pent-up demand just came, you know, head-on with the market in probably February or March of uh, 2010. And the market just exploded and kept going until 2017 or so. Is this a similar type of situation? To me, it is. Here's the significant difference, though. The amount of time that elapsed. So in 2008, really, the market became very soft in September 2008. And we really had recovered by March or April 2009, so about a six-month period. So think about the number of people that have been on the sidelines during that six-month period. The other thing that happened in 2008 was there was very little access to funds because a lot of our mortgage funds were coming out of the U.S. Those are two significant differences that are happening this time around. One is the length of time. So this really is is getting back from March 2022. We're getting close to two years, so significantly longer. Secondly, we don't have that liquidity issue. We're not as dependent on U.S. funds as we were in the past. So right now, the last 18 months has been more about consumer confidence, obviously driven by rates and cost of borrowing, but mainly consumer confidence is, is what's driving this. As that confidence increases, I suspect you will see a significant increase in activity followed with a significant increase in value, particularly as people try to move on this really quickly so they don't miss the boat. Because there's an element, there's a psychological element of this as well. When people feel comfortable and confident, they're going to move, I think, relatively quickly not to miss the window opportunity. Patrick, always, always great to talk to you and uh, looking forward to having you on again. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy being there. Take care. After the break, the most and least affordable neighborhoods in the GTA. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's radio real estate show. Over to my co-host and our real estate expert, Asif Khan, from Remax Prime Properties, with a new report about housing in the neighborhoods right here in the GTA and York Region. Asif. Thank you, Tina. With the 2023 GTRA Housing Snapshot Report, Wahi CEO Benji Kachin. Benji, welcome back to On the Market. Thanks very much, Asif. Benji, great work on the uh, housing snapshot. Tell us a little bit about the highlights that you found in the 2023 GTA housing snapshot. Well, uh, we had several highlights that we looked at through this. We looked at the five major regions of Toronto and looked at uh, pricing, selling activity, days on market uh, through York, Halton, Peel, Durham, Toronto. Over 400 different neighborhoods were analyzed. We looked at the most expensive neighborhoods, the least expensive neighborhoods, the most overbid, underbid, most expensive houses, cheapest houses, all sorts of interesting info in our report. All right, so give it to us. What does it tell you about York Region? Well, uh, York Region, uh, I'm not going to hold any punches, of the five major regions of the GTA, uh, the median house price uh, was the highest. It's the most expensive region 
on average, the median house price uh, through 2023 is $1.25 million, which is the highest amongst those five regions. Also, it's uh, one of the areas where uh, houses have fallen a little bit this year uh, across the GTA. On average, about 5% year-over-year houses have fallen. But York Region housing has largely stayed flat with a fall of only 2.7%. And that's interesting because our our higher-end luxury market in York Region, in Markham, it hasn't been as active as before. So uh, what this report basically tells us is the lower-end homes or the townhouses, semi-detached or the single-family detached, they've still maintained their strength. They absolutely are. And housing volume is off a little bit um, in York Region. Across the GTA, it's down 17% year-over-year, but York Region... Sales are a little slower than uh, last year, but they're only off about 12%. And the days on market, it's crept up a little bit. Uh, it's creeping up a little bit throughout the GTA. 19 days on average throughout the GTA, that's up 30% year over year. And that's exactly where it is in York Region as well. 19 days on market is what we're seeing for the houses that have sold so far in 2023. You said that the report included about 400 GTA neighborhoods. What can you tell us about maybe some of the neighborhoods right here in York Region? Well, York Region has the distinction of having uh, one of the neighborhoods that has been in our overbidding territory mm-hmm. uh, almost every other month uh, throughout the year. That neighborhood is uh, called Berksy Village, and that neighborhood keeps hitting our radar as being a neighborhood that is uh, overbid uh, fairly frequently. Some great schools in Berksy Village, too, and that's usually a draw. Uh, with There's one home that your report said that sold for double the asking? Well, it wasn't quite double the asking. It was 57% uh, above asking price. Uh, I think they listed it a little low. Uh, It was a house, uh, 1,004, it was a condo unit, uh, 1,004, 55 Lincrest Manor in Markham. It was a three plus one bedroom. They listed it at 599. It ended up Mm -hmm. selling for $942,000 across the entire GTA region. That house is the most overbid house at 57% above what was originally asked for it. And just going back to the neighborhood that you mentioned, Berksy Village, where is that? Uh, Berksy Village is in the area of Markham. And Asif, what can you tell us about that neighborhood? Why, why is it number one out of you know the the GTA neighborhoods for overbidding on homes? You know, Bursey Village is, is it's a really nice little pocket between Kennedy and McCowan. It's north of Sixteenth Avenue. There's some great schools there. Uh, there's uh, Pierlet Trudeau, which is the high school that's there, and that draws a lot of people in. And that's been the main draw in that area. And a lot of the people that are moving in are basically moving there for the school. And Benji, uh, as we move forward, what where do you see York Region finishing the year as we head into the end of December? Do you see this trend of overbidding continue? I'd say that actually it's quite the opposite. We're now seeing across the GTA that in the month of October, 81% of neighborhoods are actually underbid. So it's the rare exception where there's a neighborhood overbid. Sometimes that's because it's uh, really in demand, and sometimes it's a idiosyncratic factor for that neighborhood where the expectation is that agents are going to list the house a little bit less than what it's worth in order to sell it, and then people overbid it. H- however, we've definitely seen a cooling of the overbidding across the GTA as 81% of the neighborhoods are now not overbid. They're in underbidding territory, and that's the same for York Region.
So, Benji, if you were to advise somebody right now, what would you tell them? Where should they go? Well, I think uh, home is always where the heart is. So mm. you should go where uh, you, you know, close to where uh, you work or where you want your kids to go to good schools or where your family is. Uh, and when you find that area, uh, you should find the best place you can afford and really, really do your due diligence. Do your due diligence on what houses are selling for. Uh, do your due diligence on a great agent or firm to help you. Uh, use a great app. Uh, you can use our Wahi app. There's other apps out there, but use the Wahi app to get intel and information about what's selling, what they're selling for, what's overbid, what's underbid, and, and get your ducks in a row so that you can do a strategy to get into that place uh, where you ultimately want to live and build your family. Benji, big announcement coming up uh, in a few days about the interest rates. If the interest rates hold... How do you see this playing out uh, looking into the future, into the new year? I think that finally the uh, Bank of Canada is seeing inflation getting under control, which is good news for interest rates. Uh, I, I think uh, I'm not necessarily in the prediction game with what will happen if they'll raise or hold, et cetera. But what I can say is it's been quite painful for homeowners with interest rates going up month after month after month, and that's all we've been hearing. We've actually started to see that some of the fixed-rate mortgages in anticipation of this announcement have fallen 10 to 30 basis points over the last couple of weeks. And we're finding with consumers that we talk to that that's enabling them to afford another ten dollars to $50,000 of house that they might not have otherwise been able to get just even four or five weeks ago. And that coupled with the slightly more days on market and greater selection of homes in the market is actually providing a opportunity for some consumers that may not have been able to get in just a couple months ago even. And we're definitely seeing a return of buyer confidence to the market as well. Benji, can we ask you, how does this housing report compare to previous years? Actually, this is really our first time doing this report. Uh, Wahi is a new company we launched in May of last year. Uh, and this is the first time that we've done a report like this, and uh, we think it's quite different from the reports that other firms have done in the way that we've looked at the market, the way that it's not just one part of the city, but it's the entire megapolis of the almost 7 million people that encompass the GTA. And we think it's quite an informative report because it doesn't just look at one region or one house type, but it's giving broad macro trends across uh, different types of houses, different dwelling types, different neighborhoods, different bidding, underbidding, overbidding, and even some interesting trends such as user behavior in our app or website, such as things that people are searching for the most, the types of homes they're searching for the most, even some of the search terms they're looking for the most, such as uh, separate entrance is the number one search term we're seeing in our app, and we're putting some of those stats into this report. And if our listeners want to read more about the report, where can they find it? So we haven't actually made the report available uh, publicly yet. Uh, we're, we Eventually it'll be on www.wahi.com or available via downloading our app. Uh, we've given advanced copies to uh, uh, 105.9 and a few select media outlets uh, in advance, and eventually we will make it public on www.wahi.com. Awesome. Uh, Benji, thanks so much for joining us again, and we look forward to having you on in the future. Thank you very much, Asif. Thank you, Tina. When we come back, your real estate questions. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him. 416-870-0740. 416-870-0740. 
416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Or email awesome at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market. Your questions for Asif Khan are next, and we begin with Ben in Maple. His growing family needs more space, and he wants to know if spring will be a good time to upsize. Asif, what's your take on home prices in spring 2024? Well, in the spring, technically, I mean, most of the time you get more listings and, and that's going to be good if you're looking to purchase a property because you'll have more selection. And not only that, there's more competition. So sometimes what happens is when there's a lot of listings in the same area that you want to purchase in, there's some negative pressure on pricing and, and you might be able to get a better deal. If inventory remains limited this spring and if the anticipated rate holes and potential decrease in the interest rate really do bring all of the buyers that were sitting on the fence back out into the market, then it's going to be a little bit tighter in terms of what type of deals you can get. You may be in multiple offer situations and bidding wars, so you want to be careful of that. But I would start shopping now. There's some good deals out there right now. And if you know that you do need the space and you are in the market, you may be able to scoop a deal before it starts to get pretty crazy. Now, Ben is looking ahead to spring, but what can you tell us about inventory at this time? At this time, although we do have a lot more inventory than we did in uh, about a year ago or two years ago, the inventory is still pretty limited. We're sitting at about three months of inventory, which means that if no other houses came on the market right now in three months, we would be out of homes to sell. And that's a that's still a seller's market. Uh, a normal market is when it approaches between four and six months. And we do have some pockets that have four or five months of inventory. So that's a balanced market. And then a buyer's market starts after six months of inventory. And it's really rare in today's environment to hit that six month mark. And as the market continues to improve in terms of buyer confidence returning, interest rates stabilizing, you're going to start to see more absorptions, which means more inventory is coming off the board uh, as it's being purchased by buyers and you're going to start to see more price competition and also uh, less inventory. So when that happens, you're going to get into bidding wars and multiple offer situations. So right now is probably a good time to buy because there is a lot of inventory. There's not a lot of buyers out there right now. It's only the serious buyers that are out there right now. So you may get less competition if you're out there shopping now. So less competition right now, less inventory. What does that mean in terms of days on the market for anyone selling a home? It's pretty typical for right now if the days on the market around 30 to 50 days on the market is very typical at this time. Remember, we came from markets of homes not even lasting seven days. And so to see the 30 to 50 days, it feels like homes are sitting forever. But, you know, there's uh, provinces and states that we were talking to back about uh, 2008, 2009 that had places sitting for over a year. Uh, I think Windsor at one point was at about 420 days on the market, days on market. So, you know, considering that we've seen markets like that, the 30 to 50 days is still moving pretty quick. It just feels like forever because we were so used to home selling within seven or 10 days over the last two years. We have one more interest rate announcement happening this month. What do you think is going to happen? I think they're going to hold. Uh, we just saw that the 
interest rates were coming in at, uh, or sorry, the inflation came in at 3.1%. So the interest rates are probably going to be held. And I can see them going back to around uh, 3, 3.5% overnight lending rate by the end of the year. So by the end of 2024. And what that means is we're probably going to see a couple of rate drops in the next six months or so. So, uh, you know, I read a report the other day where the average interest rate over the last 50 years is 5.2%. So we're not too far off that. Uh, and, and with a couple of decreases, we'll be right there. Next question, John from Markham is considering a move away from York Region. Where in the GTA could he purchase a home and possibly pocket some money for a rainy day? Asif, what do you think? Well, it depends on where you are in York Region because mm. if you're up in, uh, you know, Georgina or Sutton or anything like that, then you, you may not pocket as much money as you think. And it depends on where you're going in the GTA too. So if you're going east or if you're going uh, even further north into Simcoe, you might be able to do something like that. Depends on what type of property you have right now and what you're looking for. If you're going from a uh, single family detached to uh, a townhouse or something, you may be able to do that. So it really depends. It's uh, a very subjective question. And, and so we need to know what you're selling, where you're selling and where you want to go and what you want to purchase. And then I can provide you with a, a better answer of that. So if you can reach out to us, we'll be able to help you out there. As a reminder, if you have questions for On The Market, send your email to info at 1059theregion.com or contact Asif directly. Asif. You can reach me at 416-985-5426. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.